Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Smiley Said It. So I'm going to be giving some life lessons because I'm just really tired of the bullshit, you know, and maybe I can give some advice to someone who's battling toxic relationship or may not know what to do with themselves in regards of finding their footing, you know, in life, right? But nevertheless, I have a lot more to break down when it comes to these subjects. So let's get to it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Smiley Said It. I'm going to dive right into this video clip of some ignorant shit. Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy the rapper from Miami had a cooking show or some sort of a an interaction with Trayvon Martin's mom, which to me was a little bit random, but I'm sure there's context to it. But nevertheless, um, the two of them were cooking in the kitchen and I believe it was like a a live stream or a series of some sort of his right because I know that he has his own food seasoning out and he has in the food market so that part makes sense but nevertheless the topic kind of threw me off because what he says in this video really just highlight the average male pathology in the black community, especially in his age range. And the thing is, Trick Daddy's only 47, but is looking like a smooth, he's 67. My dad looks better than him, and my dad is 75. But someone that has, you know, health conditions, the way that he eats is very telling. A lot of sodium, fried food. You can even hear the sizzling in the background as he cooks. Now I'm going to play the clip, and I'm going to give my opinion, you know, throughout the video. I'm going to pause it. And let you guys know what I think. But yeah, this is some um, some real ignorant stuff that I'm about to play. So brace yourself for some misogyny, for some outdated ideology of what a woman's place is and what she should do for her man. You know, that type of stuff. So let me play it. I stand in the two hiding. Y'all need to lower y'all standards a little bit. Why? Why should we lower our standards? Because I think it's y'all asking too much of new era Because even, even your, your, even your, even your old man is still a new era. See, men, we go with the flow. We keep going. Y'all going to change it, and y'all going to doing shit like all of a sudden y'all want to take shit serious. You see, this is what it looks like when a bandit doesn't want to grow. Right, they don't want to better themselves as a man, so what they do instead is tell the woman, "Hey, lower your standards for me, because rightfully so, you deserve the best, you deserve to have your boundaries met, you deserve to have a man <laughs> that can meet what you desire in a relationship, and if he can't, most likely he should be able to identify, you know what." I can't, I can't do that right now in my life. I'm not there yet to give you what you need. So you deserve the best. So instead of me walking out, I'm going to tell you to lower your standards for me and meet me where I'm at in my degeneracy. 
I'm going to tell you as a woman that you're asking too much from a quote unquote modern man. What he just admitted was, hey, men today, we haven't progressed yet. So y'all still got to come down the ladder, right? And be below the ladder where we are. Y'all are moving too fast for us in 2022. Y'all are moving too fast as a collective of, of women, especially black women. When he said that men just go with the flow, he literally just admitted the problem that women have with men today. Going with the flow of what? In my dating experience with men, whenever I, I hear that, like, let's just go with the flow. Like, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's take our time. And I feel like a lot of women know what I'm talking about. Even some men, you know, who are dating the same sex or the opposite. Nevertheless, as a woman, this is what I've I've heard in the past with men that I've dated is whenever I'm ready to move on to the next step, the gaslighting and shutting the conversation down by saying, you know, we're just feeling things out. You know, we'll just, it's like, dude, it's been two years. Like, what's the next step? What are your goals in the next five years with me? Like, what are we doing here? It doesn't even necessarily have to be marriage or any of that, but it can be in a sense of like, do you want to travel more? What is your business aspirations? Would you ever like to join a business together one day? These type of questions, you know, the serious real questions when you ask men, whenever you move in a relationship to the next level, they kind of feel like to keep you at a standstill or minimize the the progression is kind of like, well, we just go with the flow. Like, let's just enjoy each other's company. That ladies don't don't fall for that. Do not fall for that trick of manipulation. Men of all ages and different ranges will feed you that that nonsense. And you'll be sitting there five to 10 years later in the same position that you were when you first met him. Because a lot of women, unfortunately, don't realize that a lot of men like to not lead in relationships, but they like to lead the direction of your life with them. They like to alter your reality as far as where they feel like you fit in with them and where you're at in their life in that moment of time, you know? So if they're not feeling their best, they're not going to treat you their best, right? If they don't know who they are and they're learning about themselves and they had a hiccup in life, they will put you through the ringer of uncertainty not being emotionally available, they will push you away enough, just enough, where you're questioning your own sanity, where you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) hold on now, what happened? And if you bring it up, you know, all of a sudden you're starting drama, all of a sudden you're picking a fight. And it's like, no, I'm just trying to figure out where we are right now because something has shifted. And I don't know what it is, but it's there and it's visible. So in order to make sure that, you know, things don't fall off the deep end, I just want to make sure that we're good. When I tell you, if that bothers a man, you already know your position in that relationship, which is to leave and find a way out and prepare yourself emotionally to be, you know, neglected emotionally, which means there's no relationship at that point, right? not changing or progressing to societal norms and as far as like, you know, how relationships and marriages has 
grown to be, you know, equal. When Trick Daddy said, all of a sudden, you guys want to take things seriously. What do you mean all of a sudden we want to take things seriously? Why wouldn't you want to take your relationship seriously? Why wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward in the person that that you have relations with? That is very odd to me that he really said that. What reality are you living in where people that are in relationships aren't taking each other seriously and wanting to grow? You don't want any woman holding you accountable for your laziness as far as putting effort into growing with your partner. And now you're upset that women are literally being like, you know what? I'm all set. I'm all good. Thank you, but I'm all set. I refuse to be in a relationship with a man who doesn't want to be held accountable for his lack of participation in a relationship that is supposed to be two-sided. You know, let me continue. Like, for instance, there come a wo- in a woman's life between the age of 30 and 40, she wanna she back out of the sex life. But between the age of 40 and 50, she back in and she gonna kill her. Yeah, well. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So y'all, y'all got y'all got y'all, y'all, y'all be stuck in y'all own way, and we go along with the time. We we just keep going on. Yeah, but I think we try to give you a life that's more structured, and a lot of men don't like that. Yeah, no. we don't. We don't want structure. Yeah, we we want structure. No, we, we want happiness. We want, we want, we want happiness. We want obedience. Don't you want a stable house? He is lying. He is so lying. Women between the ages of thirty and forty years old typically are at the at the height of their careers. Right? They're busy. They're you know most likely mothers, and they're trying to take care of the household while being, you know, full-time career woman and trying to provide for her significant other at the same time. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs, right? Between the ages of 30 and 40 for a lot of women, but it doesn't mean that she, she, she doesn't want to have intimacy with her partner. Sometimes it's like, you know, tonight I'm not feeling it, but I don't, at least from the woman that I know, it was not that they didn't want to have, you know, intercourse with their partner is literally because they didn't have time to. <laughs> so if a man is able to clean up the house and prep dinner by the time she gets home and maybe cook dinner for her and rub her feet, have a bath running for her, maybe she will have the time and the energy to actually put time aside to have intimacy. But if a man is expecting a woman to come home and do all these things for the children and him, and for herself to wind down. By the time she is, you know, at the end of the night, she's done. She has to be up in the morning to do it all over again, prep breakfast, make sure she gets her clothes ready for the kids. What is a man doing in the house that is helping her with the children and helping with the house load of, you know, chores and making sure that all the errands are done if she can't do it? See, this is not something that Trick Daddy is going to talk about. It's just simply, oh, women between the ages of 30 and 40 don't want to give up sex like that. That's a lie. And between the ages of 40 and 50, the reason why she's probably jumping on you and ready to go down town, if you know what I mean, is because she finally has the time and energy. The kids are older. You know, some of them are in college or out of the house. 
there's more time. She's been in her, her work field for over a decade. So she can free up some time if she wants to. Is, is he not understanding the correlations of that? Like genuinely, what's the confusion here? When Sabrina Fulton said, you know, we just want to give men more structure. We want for there to be order and for him to be like, no, I don't want structure. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean you don't want structure? What what person in their right mind doesn't want structure in life, period? There has to be order. There has to be order for something to work. And if there is no foundation or structure, everything will crumble and fall apart. So when he said, I just want to be, you know, we just want to be loved. We want affection. We want attention type of stuff. It's like, yeah, but that, that has to be earned. You don't just get it. You know what I mean? Just because you have a penis in a relationship, you don't just get love and attention and affection and not at the same time want structure. That is very one-sided. That is not a relationship. That's, that's just a man wanting his ego to be fed. And another thing, when he said men want obedience, are you referring to dogs like your pet? I know you're not referring to women. He cannot be referring to women when he said that all we want is obedience. You want obedience without structure. Now, how does that even make sense? Right? Even with my dog, Ariel, okay? I would love her to be obedient. I'm her owner, right? I feed her. I make sure that she's warm and that she's, she has a, a roof over her head. She's a domestic animal, okay? I chose to have her. If I don't have a structure in my home where she eats whenever I decide to feed her, even though she should eat every day, and she should have clean water every day, multiple times a day, and she should be walked or... You know, her poop needs to be cleaned up every day, a couple of times a day as well, right? If there's no structure where she's able to just poop anywhere and no one cleans up after her, she eats every few days, she would die or she would get ill. For me, when I heard him say that, I'm like, oh, okay, you're one of those type of guys. You're one of those type of guys who just wants a woman to just simply listen to her man because he's leading, right? The relationship. He's leading the household. What did I say in the last, you know, episode where I mentioned that just because you have a penis does not know that you know how to lead, especially from a man that doesn't believe in having a structure. Who, what woman in their right mind would want to be with a man that demands her to be obedient? What the hell does that mean? A grown woman being obedient to a man. You are not your partner's father. I don't know what type of discipline you would enforce if she doesn't, you know, oblige or is obedient. What are you going to do? Hit her. What are you going to do? What does that mean? What, what type of punishment follows when a woman doesn't oblige by her man? Get out of here. And lastly, I just want to make sure that the way he was saying we want happiness. I mean, doesn't the woman want happiness too? Why is it subjugated to just what the man wants? You know, the way that he's talking about it as if that's not what the woman wants or even deserves or should earn in the relationship by simply being in one 
with a man, especially with a man like that. God darn it. I, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> it just seems like, again, whenever a woman gets in a relationship with a man and I hear that, that signaling, like, you know, she's coming into my life. She has to make me happy. She has to do this for me. She has to do this. And it's like, okay, so what you're saying is you're not a leader. What you're saying is that as men, y'all don't know how to provide. Y'all don't know how to lead anything because leading comes with responsibilities. It comes with accountability. It comes with overseeing anything that needs to be worked on or fixed and you know how to do it. The fact that structure is just not included in that is just wild. Yeah, we're going to keep it stable. We're going to keep it stable. But okay, so I'm going to give you the rent money, the mortgage money, the car note, the grocery, and the rest of it, I'm going to do what I want to do with it. What you want to do with it? I might want to go to the mint. The strip club? Yes. Why he got to say it like that? I'm going to give you the rent money. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. And then the rest, I'm just going to spend it on other booty cheeks at the club because I deserve it after doing the bare minimum, which is paying the bills. <laughs> you can't make this up, people. Y'all, you cannot make this up. You cannot make this up. This man is saying, I'm going to give her the rent money. No, you're supposed to do that anyway. That's not, that's not, honest, I'm, I'm, I'm really going out of limb on here, but that's not a big deal. Because that is everyday responsibilities. That is a monthly due. Have by, if you want a roof over your head anyway, whether she's in your life or not, you got to do it anyway. You got to pay rent or a mortgage for the groceries. Let me tap my mic real quick. <clears throat> Men, hi, if you're listening, you have to do this on your own anyway. You're, you're supposed to be self-sufficient. You're supposed to know how to cook for yourself. You're supposed to know how to clean and do laundry for yourself. You're supposed to know how to pay bills on time. Having, you know, your doctor's appointments and your dentist appointments, making sure that your health is in order, STD screenings, all these things are a part of life. And to say that, well, I'm doing this for her, I'm doing this and I'm paying the real the rent around here. You're supposed to. That's not a big deal. In 2022, it is it's not. If you're going to come to a woman that you want to be in a relationship with, you throwing that her face is nothing. You got to find something else. You cannot say that I, I've, I've provided, you know, her with having a roof over her head and mine because you're under the same roof. So what do you mean? Oh, I no. remember, listen, I work hard for this money. I work, I've been working, I've been busting my ass to make sure I could have gave you that rent money. Okay, so the reward for men doing what he's supposed to do, which is work and provide. Uh, his his reasoning is I should be able to go look at other women, go entertain other women because I'm doing the bare minimum. That is is that what he's saying, y'all? Is, is that what I just heard? You know, I'm giving the rent money. I mean, she's working too. She's working hard every day in and out. Black women work hard too, every day. If that's the case, can we just go entertain another motherfucker outside of our relationship just because we work hard in and out? Hmm? Is, is that 
the fear exchange that I'm hearing from him? If so, I just want to know. Men that are listening, is this okay? Is that okay for a woman to go entertain other men after coming home from a long day of work and cooking and cleaning and helping with the children? She can at night go out with her girlies and turn up at a lounge in, in her best dress and, and entertain men. She ain't touching them. She ain't sucking them. She ain't fucking them. Going to the strip club ain't the same either. So I, I want to know, is it the same treatment? Is it fair? Because look, I enjoy strip clubs. Strippers are fine. It's entertainment to me. I'm not, I'm not the type to be, you know, like, oh no, you can't go to the strip club because I would want to go with you or I would go by myself with other girls. That's not really the subject, but to me is the, the reasoning, <laughs> the reasoning behind it that is disturbing. That's not a reward after doing the bare minimum. That is just simply a leisure fun activity to do because you simply want to do it. And you would just say that, but to have a reason as because I, I pay the bills or I, I do the bare minimum, such as paying the rent or the mortgage, et cetera. And I work. Everybody got to work. That's not a reason to go to a strip club or why you should dismiss if your woman even doesn't like that idea as a, a purpose to be like, you know what? It is what it is. That's not cool. And the grocery money and the money for the kids. Well, I made sure that. Sure now I want mine. I want to do what I want to do with mine. And y'all want to, y'all still want to tell there's always them? a compromise. So if you go into the strip club to see boobs and dance or whatever, then you can watch that at home. I watch that at home. So what? You want a different channel? <laughs> Look. <laughs> she said you want a different channel? <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> she said you on a different channel. <laughs> that took me smooth out. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, he want a different channel. Absolutely he does. And God forbid you try to tell him you want a different channel. Let's see his reaction to that. Yeah. All I'm saying is after working all week, overtime, making all these deposits, I need to make some withdrawals, baby. Again, he is acting like women today in 2022 aren't doing the same thing as men. Literally, aren't putting in the same hours a week. Sometimes more. Because again, as women, we have to prove ourselves in a patriarchy. Right. So where do men like him get off saying that, you know, every week, even though working overtime, I'm depo making deposits. Women are too. Black women are actually the only group of women in America anyways, that are building businesses at a certain rate more than any other group of women. Did he know that? Women are about their business. In, in in general, worldly. But if we're talking specifically about Black Americans, like Black American women are doing their thing. They're the most educated group in this country. A lot of people already know, if you don't know the data statistics that Black women, we don't make up a large amount of people in this country. 
as natives on this land where our ancestors came from slavery and where we are today, hundreds of years later, we have made a name for ourselves. We have progressed. And all we're asking is for men to catch up because a lot of Black men are behind. Statistically, economically, politically, Black men are behind. That's just what it is. If you don't like it, if you don't like the data, if you don't like the facts, speak to your fellow men about being better. I don't know what else to say, <laughs> but continuing. I need to make some withdrawal. Joy, call me, please. So and we want y'all to know when the income tax come, that's not us money, that's my money. That's my money that I had taken out my check when I was doing all them other deposits. That's all I'm saying. Oh, y'all get businesses. Even if the business don't make no profit, y'all want to be busy with your business all day. That business. Come on, get up, get down with me. Get down with your man. Ladies, if that doesn't tell you a man that is manipulative, a man that is controlling, a man that has no form of confidence in himself as a man, someone who lacks you know any form of comprehension as far as what the hell he just said women are busy with their businesses whether they make money or not but if that makes a woman happy if that makes her stay busy if that makes her feel like she has something worth you know waking up to outside of her man and you're upset about it that is a problem if a man only wants you to be up underneath him and not go out there and be self-sufficient to support yourself with your own funds where you're not liable on him in a sense where he just said, you know, I support this. I pay the bills. I, I you know, my taxes, you don't get, you shouldn't get my taxes basically because that's pretty much residual off of everything that I've dumped into different accounts and different investments. You don't get that because that's my money. But at the same time, you don't want her to go make her money. That makes her self-sufficient outside of you as a man, as a, as a partner. You find an issue with a woman wanting to better herself independently outside of you. You find that to be a problem because possibly then you feel like you're not needed, right? If a woman is out here building her own business as she should, making a life for herself outside of her partner, which she should, and you find a problem with that, ladies, run away quickly from a man that has this type of mentality. He, he will be envious. He will, he will be bitter. He will use anything in the book to bring up arguments and, and try to you know validate his stance and why a woman shouldn't be self-sufficient within a relationship with him. That is a no-no. Let me say that again. That is a no-no. Don't do it. Our ancestors had to do that. When they actually had to. We don't have to do that today, woman. We don't need men anymore to be self-sufficient. We don't. And a lot of men in his age range, I'm assuming he's Generation X, um, 
they don't get that. Even women in that generation still. Some women in that generation don't understand millennials, you know, even Gen um, Gen Z kids that are, Gen Z women that are young women because they're young still. But a lot of them, that generation doesn't understand the concept of not needing another person in order to be fulfilled in life. It's kind of like a a whiplash for them. It is for him, you know. All these women building businesses, dog. He don't like that. He don't like to see black women being successful outside of the idea of being behind a man. Because again, growing up, it probably wasn't a norm for him. So like a lot of men today, they're going to find any reason to trash a woman for having a PhD, uh, for being self-sufficient, for having her own house, for ha- you know having a great car that's paid off. All these luxury items and, and success, a lot of these men today in the dating pool, they don't like that because they're going to ask, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in to be able to feel like a man and provide for you if you already have everything? Well, how about yourself? What? Let's start asking men, what do y'all bring to the table if that's the case? If, if you don't know what to bring to the table because a woman is already self-sufficient, what else outside of materialistic things can you provide for a woman in the dating pool? Ah, a lot of you men don't have shit because y'all don't know yourselves. Y'all don't go to therapy. Y'all haven't dealt with your own traumahood, you know, issues when you were a child. You haven't did the work. Your personality is not sufficient enough to entertain a woman past a dinner date. So you try to flash your money as a form of a personality trait. But I'm going to tell you this. A lot of women have waken up to the, to the whole tricks. And um, a lot of men like him are upset about it. They're mad because they realize that if they have to bring anything to the table, it has to be their personality. It has to be their morals. It, have to, it has to be their belief system. And what that represents, they have to show their sleeve. They can no longer show up as a representative of themselves. They have to show their true selves. And and a lot of their true selves is not good in the dating pool. Yikes. We peep game already. The game is over. You know, the jig is up. Y'all want to have a business to say that y'all got a business. Then you catch us looking at a woman, for instance. And this, this don't pertain to you. What? Did this motherfucker just say, oh, you wonder why we're looking elsewhere, basically. Because my woman has a business that she's occupied with. Did he just say that? What is it? Like, is it that some men want a woman to be as the Red Pill community? of men say fit friendly and you know submissive like okay but then it's like i don't want to pay all the bills in the house either i don't want to be the sole provider in the household i mean we already know that look at the data in the black community black women are majority are the providers in the household simply based upon their own income (laughs) If a woman is waking up every day to help you, help herself, if anything, 
and her children, if she has any, to have a better life, right? To, to break generational curses, to, to pass on generational wealth, to have ownership. You being upset or finding it to be unattractive in a woman to have business, to, to maintain or work towards or have goals for herself, and you find that to be what? A turnoff for you to look at other women or to entertain other women? Makes no sense. That makes no sense. You want to entertain other women because your woman wants to be a better version of herself. In what universe does the stars align for that to make sense? I want to know. I really, really want to know. Listen to him. There's a lot of men that think this way. Seriously. There's a lot. I've seen it. Not just online. Not just on Twitter. Not just on Instagram. Not just under the comments, you know, under different blogs and you know, platforms of men that have podcasts that are trashing women and are misogynistic as hell, but in real life, I hear men, I know men, I see this. If a man is working all day and providing for his family with this logic, that means a woman should be able to entertain other men then, rightfully so. If if you agree with his stance, that means that, and if you say no, you're literally practicing misogyny. And if you don't even care, you can go screw yourself with a dirty nail. Take it right up there. I don't like that. It, it, it is so disturbing to me to hear that. He And he really, he really believes this. Like he's so so convinced and and so loud and and, and matter of fact about this. (laughs) If anything that these men don't have, they have audacity. I'll say it that way. That is audacity right there that you just heard. And this this don't pertain to you. This pertains to the younger women that I frequent, right? He said this pertains to the woman that he freaks with, the young woman. Okay, so... Is a picture painted fully for you guys enough to understand what's going on here? An older man of 47 years old, freaking it with younger women who he believes he can manipulate. And, you know, the young woman in their early 20s who hasn't really experienced life or really experienced men in their manipulative ways as a collective when it comes to, I won't say grooming, right? But damn near close. These are the men that you have to look after because it's very predatory. Like it's very, um, as a grown man, you're complaining about a young, a young woman acting like a young woman as she should. And then you're going to use that against her. You're going to use her maturity and her, her short, life experience on this planet against her as a way to have a reason to cheat and look out and go after other women, go to the strip club, look elsewhere. You're trashing young women who don't possibly know themselves 
And as a grown man that's been on this earth for 47 years that has dealt with numerous amount of women, women, I'm sure, and has slept with them, you took it a notch to bring it down to say, you know, women that I basically had sex with, these young women that I, that I freak with, that I only use for sex. And I'm pretty sure they want money in exchange for their time and their body, right? It's always going to be an exchange. You're messing with young women because you know that the older woman already hip to your, your ways, your, your, your game that is played the hell out. Okay. Older women don't want to deal with that mess. So you want to go after younger women who doesn't have much experience with men. And I'm pretty sure they're probably on the poverty line damn near. And they're looking for resources. They're looking for an out. They're looking for a man that can come in and swoop them up and provide them a, a lifestyle or resources to make them comfortable. And, and in exchange, he wants them to bend over and look pretty. Don't you dare go out having businesses because as a young, attractive woman, I darn sure don't have nothing to show for at that point as an older man. My purpose is gone once you're self-sufficient, financially independent. You don't like that. You heard him. I listen. <laughs> I know how to listen, y'all. You let a man talk enough. You notice that Sabrina didn't really interrupt her, him too much. She let him talk. And her facial expressions says enough. If you let a man talk enough, he will give you his whole plan, his whole layout of how he views women and himself in the process. Absolutely. I always let men talk. Keep talking. I know how to talk. Let me tell you something. I'll ramble. But when I really want to get an answer out of someone, I ask them the right questions and then I stay silent until they complete it because I'm waiting for more. What's your thought process is? What's your moral compass like? Hmm? How do you view women? Keep going. You gonna get mad because I like somebody picture on Instagram? The last picture you post on Instagram, did you, how many, you got some likes? Yes. That's what you want, right? Yes. Okay. What's the problem? What's the problem? I don't think that's a problem. But right. that's a problem for young girls. Right. Well, and, and, and unfortunately, that's you know. What you, well. And why they get mad when I put the two eyes? Another manipulative tactic. You know why she's probably upset. You probably know why she's bothered. If she feels bothered, it's because you've done something else in the past that has made her feel like you leaving, you know, the little eye emojis under her comment section. Liking a photo is one thing, but when you start commenting, you know, the little thirsty comments, the little eye emoji like, oh, I'm looking. Oh, yeah. I'm letting you know that I'm looking. Oh, yeah. The like wasn't enough, but let me comment to let you know that I'm looking. Oh, yeah. At 47 years old? What? What? <laughs> that is extra. You're taking that extra step to let the person know that, you know, you're you're letting them know, hey, I see you and I like what I see. Okay. The comment, the, the like alone would have let the person know you like their content. You like what was posted. It's not just a younger generation thing. It, it's anyone that, it's someone that doesn't trust their partner 
or something happened in the past where it just doesn't make them feel comfortable. If that's the case, you can either communicate and discuss it, you know, whether it's, you know, just not doing the extra stuff like little heart emojis, the flame emojis. I remember I dated a guy before um, who did that. And it was someone that was a mutual follower. It was not a, a celebrity where I'm like, yeah, he would never ever be in her presence. So why would I care? But it was someone that was a mutual follower and someone that he knew. And they were leaving these comments under each other's pages, you know, fire emojis and heart eye emojis and stuff like that. And when I, you know, said, hey, what's up with this? Like, what's going on? It was like, oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, well, you, you like, I see it. <laughs> and it wasn't that I was snooping. I'm, I'm really not the type to like snoop because if you're going to snoop, you're going to find what you're looking for. But not only that, but if I trust you, then why do I feel the need to snoop? Now, if I start snooping, um, that's because I brought to your attention that something bothered me and you you said something that tried to comfort me as if everything is okay, but you continue a certain behavior pattern that still makes me feel like, all right, this does not follow up with what you told me in the past. So yeah, I'm going to have concerns again and I'm going to bring it to your attention like, okay, now we're here again. What is up with this? Leaving little eye emojis and stuff like that, you know, with, with celebrities it's, it's thirsty behavior, but it's, it's, it's not threatening personally. But when you start doing it to people that you actually are, you know, around or people that you actually know, then I'm really going to have a problem with that because it's kind of like, what is this? And if you can't even explain, what can you say and explain? That's right. That's why a lot of these situations go without an explanation because there is no explanation besides the obvious. There's going to be gaslighting. There's going to be, you're just jealous. Oh, lay off my back. Are oh, you doing too much? Oh, the gaslighting will start. The projection will start. And if you're a young woman dating an older man, he will make sure it's his duty to make sure that you feel like you're, you're being delusional, <laughs> even though you're not. This is why I be telling younger women as a woman at 30 years old, who's dated older men, be very careful with that because older men are no are no better than the men that are in your age range. If anything, sometimes they're worse. I know it's sad, isn't it? That older men are worse than the men of your generation because they don't want to change their ways. They think their ways is justified that it's okay. Don't get me started on narcissistic men who will gaslight the hell out of you as if you're the problem. When it's really you just bringing up your concerns and your emotions in a healthy way and trying to communicate as what is the problem. And they dismiss it by saying you're, you know, you're doing too much or you're extra or you're, you're loud, you're aggressive and you're not even aggressive. It's just simply being like, Hey, in a relationship, you communicate about the hard things. You talk about the things that are uncomfortable and sometimes we need to be checked as far as our behavior goes when it comes to entertaining other people, especially the opposite sex. You have to be able to know yourself well enough where the person you're with can identify who you are. And they're like, you know what, from what you told me, this doesn't sound like 
you know, and your actions doesn't match. It doesn't like what I've known you to be and what you're doing now doesn't equal each other out. So who are you? Cause that means you looking too hard. I'm just trying to figure it out. You I can't figure, figure it out. You know I'm supposed to stare. Those two eyes need you staring. There's a lot of stuff that goes on between men and women in order for them to stay together and for them to understand each other. The same way we having a conversation, it's all about talking. But you just said that you don't care for having structure in your relationship. Communication comes with that. Communication comes with being able to talk about the hard stuff. It's not about, oh, well, I'm going through something right now, but I just don't care to, you know, attend to your needs because I, you know, you're in a relationship with me, but I can neglect our relationship as long as I'm tending to my needs, even though yours is being neglected. And I'm just going to I'm just going to slide out real quick and then come back and ask you, hey, how are you doing? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like the moment I turned about 28 years old, it was when I started to realize the type of men in general as a collective that are out there. And there's not a lot of good men out there. It just isn't. And I appreciate all the good men that are out there enough to the point where I'm like, please keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Don't change. You will be appreciated because those who are trash out here will be discarded, will be left alone. Shout out. I'm going to link the article to psychology today. Like I said before, how men are simply need emotional care through therapy, not through a pastor. That's good too. I'm not saying it's not through whatever religious belief you have or spirituality you have, connect with it. I encourage it. When I'm talking about the real gutter, like the real gutter business of connecting with your emotions or who you are, because if you don't know who you are, you're not going to know your partner well enough to attend to them, let alone to attend to yourself, to be a, a good person enough for yourself and for your partner. Who are you? And I, and I, I, I constantly have to talk to men, especially, you know, who are you? You cannot pride yourself on being the best man that this did da, 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 but you don't even know who you are. How is that possible? Woman too. How are you a great woman? How are you all of the, you know, all, all the pickings, <laughs> but you don't know who you are. You lost yourself through whatever part of life you lost yourself. Now it's time for you to get back to learning about yourself. The beautiful thing about life is that there's always a restart button. Literally, if you fuck up one day, tomorrow is another day. If you fuck up in that hour, there's another hour coming right after that. Like clockwork, right? It's never too late. So the idea of remaining with a, a level of cognitive dissonance within yourself, that's a prisoner. 
You can turn the key to get out of the door. The key is right there for you to turn, but you don't even want to touch it because that brings too much power. When you touch that key, it's too much power for you. And you're afraid of what's on the outside of that door waiting for you to be a better person. It's fear. A lot of it stems from fear. And this is why therapy is important. And as we speak, I'm looking for another therapist. Um, But there's a lot in life that we have yet to discover as individuals. And the process is going to be hard. It's not going to always be flowers. I get that. Not every relationship is going to be perfect. There's going to be ups and downs. But what I'm saying is a lot of things are unnecessary, you know? Like when people ghost other people in relationships, it's because they never have the tools of communication, of solving things. Like I feel like a lot of relationships could have been saved if people simply had the right tools to communicate rather than ghosting because it's easier to do that. It's easier to not grant the one person that had your back and was a good person in your life, but you felt like you fell short in the relationship where you didn't feel worthy enough to continue on that relationship. So you took the short way out by saying, you know what? I didn't have the words. I didn't know what to say. I didn't I didn't want to hurt you. When people say that, I didn't want to hurt you, but you end up hurting them anyways, it's very contradicting. It's very passive. It's very manipulative because you still hurt the person in the end. You just didn't hurt the person in a way that you were familiar with. So you negate, right? You negate your responsibility. You throw it away. You abandon it by saying, well, at least I didn't hurt them in this way. But you're not familiar in the other way that you hurt them. It's time to learn the other way that you hurt them, which is ghosting, which is abandoning, which is abandonment. Maybe you have abandonment issues. So you reflected on the other partner that you claim to love. You know what I mean? Psychologically, uh, this is this is a, a subject that means something to me. And I don't want to dive too deeply into it on this episode. But wow, um, accountability can be a bitch it, it can be very hard I know what it I know I know it can be right but it's necessary for growth and um it can be beautiful at the same time I can go even further but I'm not not in this episode <laughs>